Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. Glad to be with you once again this week, and uh, we're going to visit as, look, the season is coming quickly. Schedules are up. You can check them out at GoMox.com. For both Chattanooga Volleyball and Chattanooga Soccer, we're going to visit with uh, Chattanooga Director of Volleyball. Coach Julie Torbett will be with us. Gavin McKinney will be along a little bit later on. We'll talk a little Chattanooga Soccer with him. As always, we remind you to make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Mox on the Mike, tell a friend about us uh, as well. All right. With that said, let's get into it. Here's our conversation with the director of volleyball at Chattanooga, Coach Julie Torbett. Coach, as always, uh, appreciate the time. It's great to be able to uh, to visit with you. Tell me a little bit about what is different for you now going into year two as opposed to year one. Um, I mean, for sure, I've got the lay of the land. Um, you know, have made some really good uh, connections and um, and got some momentum going for the program. When it comes to putting a schedule together, what, what did you want to see uh, out of this out of this slate? Well, last year I didn't feel like we had a good non-conference um, showing. So um, luckily we did well in conference, but uh, so I looked at, you know, just trying to make sure there was opportunity for success um, you know, while still challenging our players. Has scheduling changed in volleyball since COVID? Um, I mean, I think staying regionally, like we're in a great situation because we don't have to travel too far, um, to go play. Um, but some teams are playing less matches. Um, you know, so like Ohio state played, uh, Nebraska twice last year to start out the season, and instead of going to a tournament where they play three different teams. So I, I think it has changed a little bit. Yeah, I am a uh, I am a big fan of of playing the regional teams here. I think it's great for our fans when you can get a chance to travel. And certainly I think the opposite is true, whether that's Tennessee Tech or Georgia State, somebody like that. They get a chance. They're, they're games that you can go watch as a fan and I'm a huge fan of that, and I love what you did with the schedule by putting so many of those teams here. Yeah, people like to come to Chattanooga, so that's been nice, too. It's not been um, that difficult to get home games, um, so that's been really good. I've been places where it's really hard to get um, teams to come in, and I haven't found that to be the case here. You know, we have to return a trip here here, or there um, this year but or promise a return next year, but for the most part, it's been – um, pretty good as far as getting good teams to come into Chattanooga. You got two scrimmages before things get going. There's the the blue gold scrimmage. Then there's another one against Tennessee Tech. I want to remind folks that both of those will be open to the public, so uh, you can come and watch those. From a coaching standpoint, what are you looking for early in the year? What do you want to see when it comes to to those two matches? Well, it's definitely a chance to try things in match and you're tired of scrimmaging yourself. So like the, you know, the blue and gold scrimmage, obviously that's against ourselves. So that, that game really gets them a chance to put the Jersey on, um, kind of do like a rehearsal dress rehearsal, um, you know, walk through. So they're not so nervous. Um, so that's, you know, the intention of that one, but having another team, Tennessee tech come in and it be a scrimmage, but it doesn't count. 
um, is really beneficial for our both teams, you know, because you can mix it up and you don't have to worry, even though we're keeping score. Um, it really, the score doesn't matter. That's just an ending point. Um, so I think that's very beneficial as you go into that opening weekend that you have that scrimmage under your belt. How important is a good home crowd? Really important, um, mostly for our student athletes experience. They want to play in front of fans, you know, a dead gym. It's just really, you know, they love their sport, obviously. So they're excited about it, but they can't generate all the excitement and energy that a group of um, fans do. So uh, I, that's my next agenda is to really build our attendance. Um, I wasn't really ha happy with it overall last year, especially given that I was new and that we were winning. Um, so that's something that I would really like to see an improvement in um, with number of people that are in the in the stands for our games. You talk about game day environment. Having the pep band there last year was a uh, they did a fantastic job, and I know your uh, I know your squad was that uh, they were appreciative of those efforts. But it's you're right, it, and and look, your girls they bring their own energy every day. You don't I know you don't have to worry about that, but boy, you could really tell they they fed off uh, what the pep band was able to bring last year. Absolutely, and it's so much fun. So I know cheer and dance have said that they're going to come this year. Um, they attended before. And so it was just, you know, a scheduling thing. It didn't get on their schedule. Um, the band is going to come back. So we know we've got those support groups within our department, but we really want to draw in students. That's kind of a, um, a trick, you know, what's going to bring students in. Um, but then the community, it's free. There's not that many um, things anymore that are free. Um, so, you know, that would be a great thing to really get the com community there's a lot of great volleyball players in Chattanooga, a lot of clubs, a lot of high schools that had really good years, um, you know, going to the state championships. You know, we want those people um, to come and then bring a friend maybe that doesn't watch the college volleyball match and get them hooked. And that's kind of how it happens. But, yeah, we really need to spread the word this year. Um, we have a brand new floor, so it's it's a lot brighter in there. It's um, yeah, it's going to be an exciting year. The Chattanooga Classic happens September 15th and 16th. A little, uh, a bit about the competition you've got coming to town for that. Um, you know, we tried to um, attract, like I said, some some good good teams, Eastern Michigan. Um, they had a changeover in coaches, but um, I knew the coaches there, and so they were interested in coming down. Um, Moorhead State, of course, plays against our beach team in the OBC. Um, and there's a little bit of a rivalry with beach. Um, and some of those girls are indoor players as well. Um, and then, you know, Gardner Webb, um, out of the big South. So, uh, I think that'll be a good tournament, uh, tournaments. We understand we're not going to get as many fans, but if that can kind of be a primer, um, and I think it's a football weekend. So maybe some people can uh, catch a few games in between, uh, the fo football festivities. 17 Southern Conference matches. It gets underway late September. Tell me about the conference a little bit here. What do you expect this year? Uh, and and who do you think is the favorite? Um, well, I would like to say I'm the favorite, but uh, I'm, I'm not sure that we're up there yet. I don't think we'll get preseason pick but um, to win it. But I do think we're in the conversation um, with the returning players that we have. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, we finished third last year. Hopefully we can improve on that. Um, you know, East Tennessee State, I would have said, but they've had a changeover in coaching and um, some of their good players uh, have left and went in the portal. 
Um, so I think it's, you know, Samford's the team to beat because they were um, the the conference tournament champion last year. So, you know, I guess I would, I would include those teams in the conversation and then new coaching staff at UNC Greensboro are going to reload a uh, new coaching staff at Mercer. Um, they're going to reload. So it's just tough from top to bottom. As we know, Furman, you know, has been able to make it to the uh, conference tournament championship, a last place seed. So um, it's top to bottom, pretty strong conference. What's this summer been like for your team? What what have they been able to uh, What have they been able to do? Well, they're actually coming back to Chattanooga. They chose to do that kind of on their own. Um, so they report back this Saturday, and we have a lot of our camps that will be happening over the next couple of weeks. So they'll be able to work camps, make a little bit of money, um, get reacquainted with each other. They haven't seen each other in a while, and play pickup and do that kind of stuff on their own and work with our strength coach. So I'm excited that they're going to get started a little bit earlier than they typically have because um, I think they re- they reported back um, in August last year and didn't see most of them all summer. So it's going to be a little bit better um, that they'll have had some time together to play on their own, but we still can't work with them. So um, they have to really take initiative to do those things and be prepared to go on their own. So a couple things here. One, when will you be able to get involved with them? August 7th. And it seems to me that this is where this time of the year right now, this is really where the leadership on a team can kind of stand out Uh, a little bit about what you're seeing there from, from leadership roles on this team and, and trying to get this group together and get organized to get things done without coaches being present. Yeah. um, We have a book club every week that we um, meet with each of the, or I meet with each of the um, classes, I guess. So, Um, and there's leadership in there, um, in, and we're discussing things really, they're, um, not athletic books that we read, um, but how they can apply to them being better leaders in life, um, how they can be better leaders for their team. Um, so it keeps them engaged and zoom obviously is a great, uh, tool that we've learned, um, to be able to communicate and see their faces. Um, so we do all the things that we're able to do with them. Um, but I am looking for a strong leadership out of couple of the returnees, Mackenzie Jordan is going to be a fifth year um, is sticking around just because she loves it so much. You know, players like that, that, um, you know, delay their start in life and play their fifth year. Um, you know, you really appreciate that they must love it for them to stick around. Um, she's already graduated. So just going to do some post back. Um, so we have some, uh, we're very um, senior and junior team. So I think we have 13 juniors and seniors on the team. Your favorite book? What's your favorite one to to put these these kids through? Well, we've um, I've enjoyed going through uh, the Energy Bus this year. Um, it's it's just a simple you know book, um, but just talks about you know everything you do, like really loving it and bringing energy. And I think in such a negative world, like it's a it's a good positive um, book, and that's what the seniors are doing. And if you can't get everybody on the bus. Um, then you need to just let it go because not everybody's going to be on board with what you're doing. Um, but if we can get our core group on board, um, you know, then you get synergy, everybody moving in the same direction. So I kind of like that book. I had read it a long time ago um, and then re- reread it this summer with them. So that's been a good one. Coach, excited to see you guys back on the floor again. We'll talk before the season starts, but uh, appreciate the time as always. And uh, we'll talk soon. 
All right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks to Coach Torbett for giving us some time today. And now we want to turn over to the soccer pitch where Gavin McKinney brings back a squad that had a tremendous season a year ago. He's really excited about his uh, his transfers and his freshmen that he's bringing in. So this should be another banner year for Chattanooga soccer. Here's our conversation with head coach Gavin McKinney. Coach, as always, it's great to, uh, to be able to spend a, a little bit of time with you. Uh, Man, competition, it feels like it comes really fast for you guys. you got a couple of exhibitions that will be here very soon, starting uh, August 5th. When are you actually able to get your squad on campus and you guys actually start doing drills? Well, August 1st. So, extremely quick turnaround for us because we've got Western Kentucky on the 5th, and then we turn around pretty quickly to, to Murray State, and then we end off our, our preseason with – with Georgia State. So this is the, the first year we've opted to do three preseason games in, instead of two. We think the the extra match to help prepare the squad and see what we can learn will be hugely beneficial as we, as we go along. You guys had such a great year last year. How do you, how do you handle those expectations now? Well, winning's tough. You know, every year we go into a season and we, we know how good the competition is. So we just need to worry about ourselves. We need to do what we do, which is work hard, worry about each session, the next match in front of us, and hopefully we can play well and get some results along the way. Now, do you notice anything different about your team after, after having that success? And I think certainly being able to find some confidence last year. Do you, do you notice anything different about them going through the, through the summer? Well, we, we tried to preach to them to not be to not be content, to continue to work, to strive for a little bit more. And look, the, the group is different. So we graduated some key pieces from that group last year, and we're expecting some individuals to, to step up and, and kind of fill those voids. And we have some individuals coming in who, who we're projecting to be quite good for us. So it's, it's going to be a different group. So uh, it can't be the same expectations with a, with a different side. But uh, again, I think if we if we do those little things really well, if they come in fit and we hit the ground running with how we work, how we train each day with intensity and quality, I think we'll have a good season. Tell us a little bit about this schedule you've you've put together and and kind of the thought process that goes into, especially these. You know, you you talked about the exhibitions already, but especially the non conference portion of the schedule. Yeah, so we open up with Vanderbilt straight away. So a game to test and challenge us, which is what we want. Typically, we have one of those games on uh, on our non-league uh, schedule each year. So so that's a, that's a tough opener for us. And then the rest of the games are regional opponents, but all very good in their own right. Tennessee Tech had an amazing season last year. So that's the next game after Vanderbilt. So a really tough one. And they were the OBC regular, champ- regular season champions. And then UNA, Austin P, Jacksonville State, MTSU, who we've we not we've not played in our non-league. We've played them in in preseason. Um, we've played them in the spring season, but we we've not had them in our non-league during uh, during my time here. So difficult games. Belmont, uh, the University of San Francisco, which is a, a unique opponent for us. So yeah, the the non-league is going to challenge us, which is what it should be about before we we head into our SoCon play. How did that match up with San Francisco come about? 
they're coming down to play the University of Georgia. And being that they're they're coming such a long way, that they're looking for a second opponent. And uh, they reached out to us, and we were we were able to work it out to get them down to Chattanooga. And uh, yeah, I think it's exciting. We've we've not played a West Coast team, so uh, yeah, it should be a great game for us. So, what can you tell us about the about the Southern Conference? How much how much do you know about the rest of the conference right now? Good. They're they're difficult. There's no easy games in the Southern Conference. If you look at the results from last year, there never seems to be more than a goal uh, in a game. You know, so it's a it's a really really difficult league from an RPI standpoint. I think we were we were we were up there as a league. You know, so uh, we're expecting every game to be to be a battle, and we need to be ready for, for that. And I think last year we we learned a lot in our non-league. And, and for us, when we hit SOCOM play, we were ready for anything. And we went on a really nice run there and we grinded out results. And I think we have to hope to do the same this season. You and I, we've talked before about what a, a great facility that, that you guys have there adjacent to Ingle Stadium and a, and a place to play. And, and over the, the course of the season, I think the buzz about Chattanooga soccer started to grow and we started to see more and more folks showing up and, and coming out to, to watch you guys a little bit about that facility. Is there anything new, anything changing with it and kind of uh, just your perspective on what you see there? Yeah, not, not much new there to be honest. And look with, with the crowds. uh, Yeah, I think there is excitement. Chattanooga has become a soccer town, you know, uh, there, there's a huge amount of kids playing the game within the city and they want to come out and support us during our season. We had 157 kids at our recent youth camp, which is which is amazing. Record numbers for us. And uh, we had representation from just about every soccer organization within the area. So we, we need uh, the excitement and the people to come out and watch us play. They 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 know what the, they should get when they come out to see us, which is a team that's that's going to work, that's going to attempt to play exciting soccer. So, yeah, they need to come out and support and yell and scream and uh, cheer our ladies on. You mentioned the the losses uh, to graduation from from last year. You do bring back uh, what I think is a, is a pretty nice group of contributors from last year. Tell us a little bit about what's coming back for Chattanooga soccer. Yeah, we, we definitely have a great returning group. We, we've got some experience in the team still, which you would point to Mackenzie Smith for that. Uh, coming back for her fifth year, she's been uh, an amazing player for the program all conference last year. She's been our captain since uh, since sophomore season. Uh, she's also the captain of the, the Lady Red Wolves here in town, which speaks to the type of leader and player that she is. Um, and it, look, we had four young ones that were still kind of freshman team, right? So um, although although we might be young, if you were to look at our roster, we have a lot of players who have gotten a lot of experience as young players. So we we feel like we'll 100% be ready. Um, and with those additions that I mentioned as well that we're bringing in, we're excited to see how the, the new players coming in fit into the group. But yeah, we, we've got a phenomenal group returning. So we're, we're definitely um, we're definitely an, anticipating some big performances from them. A lot of new names on this roster. I count seven freshmen. Uh, a little bit about this freshman class that's coming in and, and what excites you uh, about having them. 
Yeah, it's it's a good group. It's a diverse group. So we've got um, we've got a couple from Georgia. We've got a good group from Tennessee. We've got one from Switzerland, uh, and then another from Canada, along with the transfer coming in from Texas. So, yeah, we we we've got a really solid group of players coming in. Um, we we kind of we kind of fill the the gaps positionally uh, that we did graduate, and we think they're going to add great competition to the squad. So. Yeah, we're we're excited to see these these new ones come in and play and add something to the group. Two freshmen and a sophomore in that uh, goalkeeper position uh, is youth a concern for you there? No, because as I alluded to, uh, the young players that we had got experience. Caroline Eckern was one of them, right? She she started the large majority of matches for us last year. She was not only a SoCon All Freshman Team selection; she was second team All Conference. Right, so Caroline, uh, I think, is getting better and better all the time. In our last spring match against Lipscomb, she was she was fantastic. So, uh, yeah, we're expecting her to to have had a good summer and to to have continued her development. She was playing throughout the summer, so we think Caroline will be great coming in uh, in her sophomore season. And the two freshmen uh, will definitely push her. And uh, yeah, no, we're not we're not worried in the slightest about our goalkeeping position. What does this group do well right now? What do you feel like is the strength of Chattanooga soccer? I've said it a couple of times here. It's one, I think it's got to be our, our work ethic. It's uh, how we how we fight, how we battle together. I think it, it, it's got to be part of our identity. We, we make things extremely difficult for our opponent. That's when we're out of possession. Um, and then in possession, I think we brought in some players over the last several years that have given us a different bit of quality that maybe we lacked in some years past. So uh, I think we can always guarantee, um, again, if you come out to watch us, it, it, how hard the group works and fights together should be the thing that stands out first and foremost. And then, and then we'll add in the bits of quality after that. What concerns you the most right now? Uh, I, I don't really live in the world of concerns, you know. I think we, we take care of what we need to on a, on a daily basis. It's about improvement. It's about development. And, um, yeah, when we come in on August 1st, we'll see what needs to be addressed with the group. And then we've got those three preseason games where we can, we can tinker with things and sort things out and use them as great learning tools for the group so we're as ready as we can be for Vanderbilt. And, look, the way – women's soccer works in the the ncaa is we we get 16 days before you're into your non-league that's a really short time to prepare your team so so we've got a we've got to break the season up into little segments for us the preseason the non-league and then into the socon and uh yeah i i think we'll just keep pushing the group to be better each day and, and look the the rest you can't control right so we'll give ourselves the best chance possible and hopefully that that results results in us having a great season look forward to seeing you guys back on the pitch again soon coach appreciate it as always thanks chris thanks to coach mckinney for his time as well thanks to ann we hunt for all of her help in making this happen thanks to take johnson as well and thanks to you guys for listening we'll catch up with you again next week make us your first listen each and every thursday for Mox on the Mic. Until then, so long and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.